Hello, this is Ronnie with Everything Vive. I'm at GDC 2019, and we have the pleasure of uh, sitting with a couple of gentlemen here uh, to talk about Masterpiece VR. I have uh, John, the CEO, as well as Jeff um, with me here today. He's also uh, the VP of of engineering. And uh, yeah, uh, John was just kind of getting us acquainted with uh, what they're working on right now, and we thought that this would be of interest to, to all of you out there, especially since we have so many developers and uh, creatives listening to our podcast. We really think that uh, what they're working on for Masterpiece VR would be of interest to, to you all specifically. So, uh, John, if you could kind of uh, you know start us off by talking a little bit about uh, maybe briefly what you guys have done in the past, and then bridging that over to what you're working on now with Masterpiece VR. You'd be happy to do so. So, VR has this huge potential to enable anyone to create very easy, very quickly. In some ways, 10 times quicker and 100 to 200 times quicker to learn these software than traditional tools. And that's simply because there's a one-for-one match, right? You can simply move it and put it into 3D instead of awkwardly using a keyboard. So that's really enabled content creation inside of VR. You have apps like Masterpiece VR, Medium, Tiltbrush, Quill, and so on, uh, that are really making a big impact. So that's at the beginning of the pipeline, of the content creation pipeline. Then at the end of the content creation pipeline, once you have that content, you can do great things with it, like animate it and you know, move it, 3D print it. Um, but one of the problems now is that You know, yes, we can animate easier this way, but how do you go from the beginning of the pipeline to the end? Well, there's tools at both sides, but there's missing the middle parts, right? How do you take a model and set it up for animation? Well, that's exactly what we're solving with this new product, Masterpiece Motion, right? We have Masterpiece VR, it's been in market, we've got uh, close to 24,000 people who've used it, and, um, and now Masterpiece Motion will allow anybody to take a model, easily rig it, easily skin it, and then pop it into any VR app or any traditional app in general and be able to animate right away. We've got automatic features in there, both the rigging and skinning, as well as manual functionality. So you can come up and just grab the bone with your hand, move it, and then for the skinning, you can go and you can repaint the weights with your hands. So think of, this is like a Mixamo on steroids. You can do both characters of high quality as well as you know anything. If you want to animate a quadruped or, or a tree, you can do all this with motion. And what's the process in terms of getting models into the software? So uh, you mentioned obviously tie-ins with Masterpiece VR um, itself uh, for the motion uh, uh, portion of it, uh, for, for the rigging. Um, is it easy to import uh, 3D objects from for, that are created in other tools uh, with you know maybe traditional models that you might have from 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 you know the, the other sources other than just VR? Or, uh, I don't know if you can speak to that a little bit. 100%. So we've designed it as a separate product for this exact reason. You know, you can create stuff in Masterpiece VR and bring it easily into motion, but you don't have to use Masterpiece VR, right? Yeah. Instead, you could use any other application, any other VR application out there, or instead, you don't even have to use a VR application. You could just download something direct from Sketchfab or Poly and then put it into the software, animate it, and then have it prepared for animation. 
Okay, and what are the real like uh, benefits of, of, of doing the, that middle step in VR versus not? You said, obviously, there was that missing gap before. Um, what was being done before? Because for me, myself, I'm not super familiar with the, the process of how it works. How were people getting around that before, and how does, how does integrating everything into VR now make things so much easier? Yeah, I think um, one, that's actually one of the challenges, is how do you get from a model you've created something that moves? Yeah. And right now, the tools that do that are the uh, traditional tools, uh, things like um, 3ds Max, Maya, Blender. And these are tools that have a really long learning curve. So most people don't. They'll use something like Mixamo, which is a free service that will auto-rig and skin you um, a model that's in a particular pose in a... You know, and, it, and that's fine for just a first cut. And that's really the only real entry-level kind of thing that people have had for a long time. Um, what this lets you do is use the power of, of VR um, to quickly place the bones and prepare the model to be moved and posed. And we have the, the auto-rig, the auto-skin as well, but you, but you have the extra professional layers of being able to actually uh, rig fingers and facial uh, expressions and very quickly fix uh, models that have been made in other software as well. And we are supporting the entire pipeline. So okay, we'll take from any input and we'll send to any of the outputs as well, but it gives that novice user or the... Um, uh, the artist that wants to make something move and pose, yeah, um, able to do that very, very easily with with the uh, the virtual reality approach. Okay, and and yeah, and given that you guys already have so many people that you know have used Masterpiece VR to create you know objects, and, and the fact that we know that there's so many people using VR to to actual actually create objects, to create models. Um, they obviously are, are, are getting, people are getting used to using VR for that part of the creation. And so it's only natural to allow them to continue their, 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 the work that they're doing. Um, and hopefully, I'm, I'm sure, I would imagine that there's people out there that haven't approached animation yet because they don't really know how to animate at all. Yeah. But they've gotten into the creation side of things. And this could be, a, I think, a bridge for, for letting those creatives express themselves with their own creations in new ways that they've never been able to do before. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Uh, it's, it's taking that creative talent and being able to drill down further into the pipeline, the creation pipeline now. So, you know, Masterpiece VR and others allowed 2D artists and concept artists to now start making 3D. And this tool bridges that next gap towards creating actual animated content. Now you can repose and uh, animate your creation. There's lots of fabulous artwork out there. Uh, and this doesn't just work with humanoids. So it's not as limited to uh, that some of these other auto-rigger and Skinner push-button tools do. You can rig anything. You can rig an octopus. You could rig a door. Yeah. You could rig a motorcycle. You know. Um, yeah, I caught it when you said quadruped earlier. I was like, oh, right. Or yeah, or, or a humanoid with a tail. You know, beasts, whatever. Right. Yeah. Now you can do a dragon. You couldn't do that with Mixamo. So, so now it takes you. You know, once you learn a few things, simple things with the tool, you can rig your dragon in five minutes. Yeah, and I mean the big difference too is, I mean. Uh, 
you know, an auto rig can only do so much as far as, yeah, when especially creatives out there that are that are very particular about the types of things that they're 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 making and they have a specific vision. Yeah. Um, I would imagine that auto rigging doesn't always meet their expectations when it comes to what they were looking for when they're trying to animate anyway. So. Oh, absolutely. There's there's no question. When when you have that much attention to detail, yeah, you want to be able to put the bone in exactly the right spot, yeah. and you want just the mesh to move in a certain way. Yeah. And um, and you just can't do that with auto rigging. You know, our auto rigging and skinning is a starting point as well. And uh, but the thing is, you could go in and just tweak that bone a little bit, make it a little bit longer. Yeah. Uh, you know, take off some of the uh, the other. Um, mesh bindings and get that motion exactly the way you want it without ever having to touch Blender or Maya or any of these other traditional tools. That's amazing. So, no, that's really exciting. I mean, we've, yeah, we're, one of the things that uh, we, I'm, recently at the show we saw, you know, some of the, I think the folks over at McLaren were talking about their car creation, um, you know, software and all that kind of stuff and right. showing their, their product there. Um, talking to you guys, it makes us really excited to see uh, one of our colleagues was with, was with us and when we when we left that uh, that talk one of the things he said that he he loves to he he wants to hear from people that have used tools to create um, what their approach would be and once they get used to those tools in VR if they could ever possibly go back from using VR tools from that point forward and I think most of these people would tell you no like I mean once you've experienced VR and gotten a chance obviously there's some there's 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 still reasons why you would want to tweak things or do certain things in VR versus non-VR but I think the the use cases where VR makes sense and where it helps it helps in a way that really uh, you know it's something that's invaluable and something that really can't be you know replaced by any other kind of technology at this point and I think, John, you brought up a fantastic point at the beginning about now with VR and being able to design it being one-to-one, you know, with people growing up with that technology, going back to a keyboard or a computer is going to seem so foreign and backwards and not really that... Uh, What's not one intuitive. One? I mean, not, not some, intuitive and not as point. accurate, right? Like as being able to go through with your hands in a one-to-one motion. So I think that's a it's hundred percent yeah. right. And you end up getting you got two crowds here. You got ones who who've never been able to do these things that now can do them and don't have to spend years to learn these complicated software. But there's also something interesting that happens too is the people that did who could already do 3D modeling and who could already rig it, it's, it's a little bit foreign to them at first because they've adapted to this non-intuitive way where they're like, oh, well, how do I, you know, how do I make sure it's at the right Z-depth or something? And you know, how do I look at it from the side? And I just say, well, you don't have to. You just put it there. Yeah. And <laughs> you move your head. You move your head. <laughs> or you simply just place it. Your eyes can see 3D mm-hmm. and you can automatically know where that depth is. And that's, you know, this is like oddly a, a foreign ob- uh, observation sort of society. Yeah, no, it is. But, but those who do have been able to rapidly prototype out concepts that look really good very quickly. Yeah. I, I, I think that's the key point there. Sorry. Yeah. But it's just workflow. It seems like what we're seeing. With, with this and a lot of the other things like it's just be, any way to improve workflow like it it just that's, yeah. that's what I mean, the future is going to be if you look around here at GDC there's lots of talent creating lots of games right and uh, and there's a lot of artists there's character artists and whatnot, and, and they won't go deep into the pipeline uh, but these are small shops and um 
you know, the, the ability to go from an idea to something that they can actually play around with and start, uh, you know, if they're contracting and doing work with clients, now you can turn around a prototype in a day instead of a couple of weeks, yep. right? Um, you know, so you get these concepts going faster, you get your team being uh, contributing more deeply into the pipeline than before, so it's saving you money, it's, it's saving you on, on training, uh, you're able to bring people into this that, um, that like I say, we're, we're just doing the, the concept work at the front, now they can, they can go all, all the way to the animator and say, look, this is the way I want it to go. Yeah. Um, now go and do your texturing and, and create the environment for me. So, it's, it's going to, I think, really explode the number of people who can start doing these kinds of content creation, and we really need that, especially in VR. Yeah. Content uh, is, is still um, you know, a thing that uh, needs to build. And, but also for these smaller houses that are making money doing a lot of productions uh, in, in a year, this will let them turn around their, uh, their, their client prototypes and get approvals much mm -hmm. faster. Awesome. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. When can we see? When can uh, people out there, developers that are interested in creators that are interested in, in, in using the new software, when can they expect uh, a release? Have you guys announced anything? Or can you announce anything? So what we have is uh, we have an unofficial date at the moment. Okay. Um, right now. Don't feel compelled to say anything that you're not allowed. To. <laughs> we don't want to get anyone in trouble. We have a. Uh, uh, we have exclusive access right now that are going out to key partners. Okay. So these partners are seeing this right now. And then in the, in the coming weeks from now, uh, this is when you'll be able to see it. So sometime in April, likely we'll be able to see it for everyone. Awesome. And for people out there that are interested in following the progress of the software and, you know, that may, may not already have Masterpiece VR, what's the best way for them to follow what you guys are up to and follow the software? Uh, you can come out to our website. This is at masterpiecevr.com slash motion. Okay. So that's masterpiecevr.com slash motion. Okay. And for folks listening, we'll throw all these notes in the show notes as well. So. Yeah. Awesome. But well, yeah, thank you guys. Was there, was there anything else you guys wanted to cover? We just want to make sure we didn't leave anything out. You want to see a video? Yeah, yeah. that would be great. Cool. Well, we'll go this ahead. isn't going to work over audio. Sorry, guys. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, we'll go ahead and end the, uh, end the interview here, but we want to thank you guys so much for, uh, for sharing this with us. We're really excited uh, about it. Our pleasure.